Hey you guys, welcome back to another episode of The Unfiltered by Joe. I have Hannah here with me, and if you guys don't know, Hannah is actually my sister. Hello, hello. Yeah, so <laughs> she's visiting from Colorado, right? Yeah, Colorado. You flew in when? Um, Friday? Two days ago? Was that Friday? Saturday. Okay. So that was like two days ago. Only yeah. here for, what, three whole days? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, short trips. Uh, how was the plane ride here? <laughs> you already know <laughs> but it was kind of shitty um i was sandwiched between two guys who did not give me an armrest <laughs> so they were both hogging it and i had to hug myself the whole time that's hilarious yeah it was kind of uh was there any sort of interaction between no except like our thighs were touching and <laughs> <laughs> my <laughs> The sides of my arms were touching both of them. They That's were like so leaning against me. Mm -hmm. Damn. Um, like, yeah. One of the guys? No, they were tiny guys. They were oh my fuck? age were too. Were they just using you as a pillow? I don't, I don't know. They're like, but oh, yeah. the window guy, he felt so comfortable for so, some reason and was like sleeping. On you? No, like his head was almost on my shoulder. Oh. And he was taking the armrest. Did it start off like that, or you know? Yeah, I sat on my seat with him sleeping, like he was sleeping. Oh, so then maybe he just like snoozed off and fell to the side. Maybe, but still, he should have sat next to his friend. That's funny. Yeah. Well, his friend. I Did they knew each other. No. Oh. <laughs> when we were waiting to get onto the plane, he was with his other friend. Mm. And they were just, yeah, okay, not sitting next okay. to each other. So, <clears throat> shout out to her because she's actually a chef in Colorado, and you just launched your little cookie biz. Yes, I'm the only one. It's called Pure Pastries, and you can follow on Instagram. And what's the tag? Pure Pastries twenty three. Okay, Pure Pastries twenty three. Everyone, make sure you go follow order some cookies she brought some over here and they were delicious soft chewy yep she takes cash out brazil so go dm her <laughs> and order those cookies so my home oven can only hold one tray at a time and one tray can only fit six cookies at a time uh-huh <laughs> So it's very time consuming but i love baking so it doesn't bother me at all <laughs> I'm, like, trying to convince her to go, what's it called, like, rent out a kitchen so that she can cook with multiple ovens and multiple trays. And what? It I'm in the process of costs figuring like that what, out. like, 20 bucks? The cheapest one, yeah. And I feel like you already made your money with the orders that you have mm. now, so. I have made my money back from yeah. the orders. Within the first order, actually. Yeah. How's back. the... How's the podcast you look a little nervous i've been nervous <laughs> we've been talking about doing this pod for like a month now yeah together. she's like i'll do it no i don't want to do it i just don't want to be filmed so this podcast actually there is no <laughs> video there's no maybe some photos because i want to make her take some photos at mm -hmm. least um but yeah no videos because she doesn't want any videos yeah i'm shy sorry yeah well how are things back home? How do you like Colorado? I know you love that. You don't really think about Chicago anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Colorado has been really good to me. The first year I moved there, it was probably the happiest year of my life because I've never been surrounded by so many like active people, people who are always like looking to do fun outdoor stuff, you know, whereas in Chicago, really the only things that are fun that you can do, you always have to spend money. No, not really. I mean, you could go on a walk. Yeah, but those walks are boring compared to Colorado walks. That's true, I guess. Yeah. So you got to walk with a view. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we dropped you off after like the 13 to 16 hour drive. The first time. Yeah. We were like bawling our eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, eh. Well, it's because I was the first one in the family to move out of the state. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. It was right after COVID, too. Yeah, you really just were like, bye-bye. Adios. Gotta start my life. What made you choose Escoffier over the culinary in Chicago? I wanted a new environment. I wanted to change up my life a little bit and not be too comfortable. I wanted to challenge myself, you know, because I know my family's here and they're always here to help me support me but i won't learn anything if i'm always leaning on you guys you know so a little challenge you know i'm young and if i really need to go back home i will Mm -hmm. but i like where i'm at right now that's good Mm -hmm. so right now you're doing what are you doing I'm a pastry supervisor at Omni Interlochen in Colorado. So if you guys ever want to go, you know, amenities. <laughs> I do all the amenities. Really yeah. good. I remember mm-hmm. we had breakfast there as a family. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. Last month we were actually rated number one food and beverage within all the Omni hotels. And there's like over 50. Yeah. Around the world. Yeah. Around the U.S. Okay. U.S. Yeah. Um, yeah it's like definitely upscale like the food isn't like a normal hotel because like you know when they say oh breakfast free breakfast at the hotel well number one it's not free but (laughs) you know i think of like free breakfast at the hotel Mm -hmm. and the breakfast there is really good yeah i'm not i'm not gonna be cooking like holiday in you know or motel type of breakfast buffet stuff i wouldn't but don't you guys also have a buffet we do, but it's not like your normal hotel buffet, if that uh-huh. makes sense. I don't think I've seen the buffet yet, but Mm-mm. it's a nice hotel. It's a really oh, nice yeah. hotel. Oh, yeah, and we're getting a nice renovation. All of our rooms are getting done. All of our restaurants are changing. Our coffee shop is getting a remodel. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot, a lot this year. What's the hardest thing about being a chef? A pastry supervisor. Yeah, but didn't you also do, like, savory foods at one point before pastry? Yeah, so when I started, I actually went to culinary school for savory foods. And we did, like, what, a semester of pastry. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. um, What was the question? I could tell by your face. I was like, she totally forgot the question. Um, My question was, what is the hardest thing about being a chef? Oh, just like 
having everyone get along with each other mm. is probably the hardest part because a lot of people do butt heads and mm. it's my first leadership role mm. so having two very different opposite personalities clashing with one another mm-hmm. is kind of difficult to handle especially when it does happen so often mm. but aside from that everything else is pretty pretty easy and fun it's stressful but in a good way you know yeah i remember you started in savory mm-hmm and then you moved to pastries yeah. because they needed you. And at yeah. first, you didn't want to do pastries, yeah. from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Now that you have, you know, dipped your toes in both sides, how do you feel now? Do you like pastries more than savory? Honestly. Because you started pure pastries. Yeah, pastries, it's a lot more relaxing, I will uh. say. In the savory foods, it's a lot more like, you know, you have to get it. Yeah, yeah. You have to get everything done within a certain amount of time. And you're sometimes you feel rushed, especially with like catering and banquet events. But with pastries, you get to take your time, you know, and have fun with it. I have been able to be more creative Mm -hmm. since I've been in pastries. Mm -hmm. And I love like trying new things Mm -hmm. experimenting and because i'm the supervisor now and there's no pastry chef looking over me i'm in charge of the whole pastry department so every time there's a special project they go to me and i have to figure something out and work with it and that's really fun for me and in savory because i wasn't a boss or anything i didn't have that choice so now like I get to do a lot more fun things. And because December just happened, Christmas time and New Year's, like I had so much fun doing holiday specials. Yeah. So much fun. And yeah, I just get bored when I keep doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, no, I saw some mm-hmm. of the holiday stuff. I really liked the little snow globe yeah. one that you did. With the Christmas tree uh-huh. and the snowman. That one was really cute. Yeah, it was a peppermint panna cotta. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> What's panna cotta? It's kind of like a gelatin. Uh-huh. So like but it's like flavored. Peppermint. Yeah. Peppermint gelatin. I'm not explaining it very well, <laughs> but it's a lot better than how it sounds. Okay. So it's that. <laughs> it's just that. There's no like chocolate. Well, depending cake. on what kind of panna cotta you want. Usually for banquets, when we do panna cottas, we do vanilla. Well, what was that snow globe panna cotta? It was peppermint. And then later I started making eggnog panna cotta. Mm. And that was fire. Did you send that to the family chat? Which one was that? The eggnog one? The one that I sent to the family was the peppermint. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. What is eggnog? Because everyone loves that stuff. And I remember when I used to work at Culver's, like, we would have eggnog drinks. And I think, well, that was the first time I've ever heard of eggnog. And that was, like, what, almost 10 years ago? Yeah. Eggnog is a traditional holiday drink. Mm-hmm. That it's, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> it's made up of eggs, milk, cream, and other spices like nutmeg and vanilla. Like what is nutmeg? 
a nut (laughs) (laughs) actually fun fact about nutmeg if you have too much nutmeg at once you can overdose and pass out die wow yeah like freshly grated nutmeg if you have too much of it like oh but not if it's like in something i'm not so if i have like three eggnogs a day (laughs) eggnogs no we're talking about nutmeg you you asked about nutmeg about it being made of nutmeg no yes eggnog is made up of nutmeg yeah that's too. what i'm saying so like yeah. if i have three eggnogs a no day, you'll be fine okay so it's like just <laughs> the nutmeg fresh yeah i guess nothing like untouched i'm not exactly sure but i just know if you eat too much of it at once or a certain amount of period of time you overdose interesting yeah interesting yeah. But also another thing with nutmeg, if you put a little bit of nutmeg in your pasta, it tastes really good. Like a spaghetti mm. pasta. Hmm. Yeah. It's really good. You should try that What does out. nutmeg taste like? Like a holiday spice, <laughs> honestly. Oh, it's a spice? Mm-hmm. Like a cinnamon? Mm-hmm. Very similar. And then you cinnamon put and nutmeg work spaghetti? Well. Yeah, nutmeg in your spaghetti. That's like Sounds my secret gross. ingredient. No. It's actually really good. You should try it. You're cooking spaghetti like <laughs> a week straight for the family and then you overdose with something <laughs> That'd be terrible. That's hilarious. That's crazy. I did not know that. Well, I'm not yeah. really a nutmeg or eggnog person. I just remember there was a lot of it during the holidays when I used to work at Culver's like 10 years mm, ago. Yeah. And it just doesn't sound good to me. Eggnog. My first time trying eggnog was this year when I had to work with it. Actually. Did you like it? Um, in small doses. I don't think I could drink a cup of eggnog. Like, you know. Yeah, it's it, like, too sweet for me. Oh, it's sweet. Yeah, it's really sweet. And I heard it's really good with alcohol, but oh. I'm not a drinker, so. Yeah, I know. You're, you're not a drinker. No. Um. But, yeah, I... um. Went to culinary school. I worked at Brown Palace Hotel in Colorado. I started my internship there. And that was my first back of house job ever. Because every time I tried to apply to a restaurant job in Chicago, um, managers would laugh at my face. They'd be like, haha, you're a girl. Like, you wouldn't like the bag. You wouldn't work. You wouldn't want to work in the bag. The bag is for men. I've got that from three separate companies in three Chicago. Three separate? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. <coughs> People in Chicago People in laughed Chicago. at you? Yeah. That's cool. why my first culinary job was in Denver. So beep, bleep out the names yes. of the restaurants. Okay. <laughs> so it was the breakfast place. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. And that's like... <laughs> You know that. I know the owners. Yeah. I know the owners. Yeah. So I know the owners at that breakfast place, but the person who I was speaking with, I didn't know personally. But yeah, after she said that, I was like, no. Because I even said to her, I was like, what if I start with the dishes and work my way up, you know? And she was like, no, the back is for men. And the other place. Yeah. Isn't that illegal? I don't know, but I, either way, I don't want to work with anyone that speaks to me like that. Right. You know? And then the other place was the Italian restaurant. What Italian restaurant? F- 
the Italian oh, restaurant. Yeah, oh, I did yeah. work there, but I only worked front of house. Yeah. Yeah, where all the girls worked in the front and then all the men worked in the back. And I asked, like, oh, can I maybe decorate some cakes or, like, help you guys with some cake stuff? And there's, like, no, it's, like, really heavy duty. It's for, like, strong people. I don't think you'll be able to, like, keep up with them, you know? And I was, like, okay, whatever. I just need a job. I'll just work front of house. At least, like, we were building sandwiches for guests. So I was, like, at least I'm, like, working with food in a certain, you know? (coughs) So that was my first, like, being able to touch food and serve it. And I had the time of my life making sandwiches. Yeah, I remember <laughs> you would be like, come visit me at Franco's. Have yeah. food. <laughs> yeah, like, I had so much fun. And then I left. I forgot why, but. Was that right? At, wasn't that when you lost your car? Because you got into that car accident? Oh, yeah. Uh, where are you working at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that was when my license got suspended the first Yo, time. Yo, funny story. What are you going to say? Like, literally, on her way to work, she... On my way back home from work. Oh, on her way back home from work, she gets into a little car accident. She wasn't supposed to be driving because what? Why? My license was suspended. Okay, her license was suspended probably for all the tickets. Right? Yeah, speeding. And the girl who bumped into her car, because it was actually the other girl's fault. Mm-hmm, but I hit her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ended up, like, she was, She ended up being underaged. Yeah, she didn't. And she, she wasn't didn't. actually supposed to be driving without a supervisor. But Hannah gets arrested <laughs> because she had the suspended license. I remember me and my dad pulled up, and she's, like, crying her eyes out. She's like, oh, my God, can you take my vape out of my pocket because (laughs) I'm not supposed to have this? And then I do that. They literally arrest her, and we picked her up from the station. They were like... And I was dying laughing in her face when she was crying because I was like, dude, it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. Like, they didn't even tell us why And she got lucky. Yeah, I did because when when they pulled me up to the police station they took my fingerprint my uh, picture I you said PlayStation. <laughs> no but yeah my fingerprint and my picture funny thing i didn't know whether to smile or not <laughs> <laughs> i didn't smile it's totally <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah they're just like the law just recently changed saying that people driving with a suspended license can't go to jail anymore mm-hmm so I got lucky, and they told me my bond, that's what it's called, right? Would have been, my bail, whatever, uh-huh. would have been, <laughs> would have been $1,500. Damn. Yeah, if I went, if the law didn't just recently change. So I did get lucky. I didn't have to pay a fine, but I did have to take a class. Yeah. And I took that class, got my license, and then got into another car accident in Colorado, but that's... A story for another time. No, yeah, that was wild. Yeah. Your car is trashed right now. She's literally like (laughs) driving around with tape all over her car. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Only the back. Yeah. The back bumper is kind of messed up. You like couldn't open the back. I couldn't. The trunk. And mind (laughs) you, her car is a 2019, so it's not that old. It's not. It's 2018, but still, yeah. It's it's only because. 
I didn't have insurance at the time when I got into the car accident in Denver. Yeah. And I don't want to, like, lie about, you know, having insurance now and then um, telling them I just got in an accident and fix it. That's illegal, Le- literally. So I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to deal with my back bumper because the dealerships have asked me for $14,000 to fix the back bumper. No, they're ripping you off. Yeah, they are. And like, I think it's because I'm a girl. Oh, God. Yeah. Don't get into <laughs> Please don't get into that victim mentality. No, but they've done studies on it. No, yeah, I'm sure, you know. I'm sure, you know, that, like, subliminal thoughts are there. But don't, let, don't convince yourself that that's reality. Yeah. Like, literally just walk in there and be like, you know. Yeah. You're so bad at that, though. We all know you're bad at that. You know you're bad at that. But, like, don't let yourself get sucked into that victim mentality because, like, then your reality is that. It's going to be like, yeah, because I'm a girl, like, blah, I have blah. literally been denied jobs for being a girl. Oh, and so the third I- job that told me I couldn't work in the back was oh yeah yeah so they made me work in the front again just serving food and i kept asking can i work in the back can i work in the back and there's like maybe next time next time but the thing is they're allowing girls to be in the back yeah maybe it was just like because i didn't have experience or you had to be mexican (laughs) 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 no i don't think so but yeah maybe it was Chipotle was definitely more lenient. Because now that I think about it, I don't think I've seen <laughs> anyone else other than Mexican girls in the back. I don't know. I was definitely the only Asian working. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, I remember they didn't even hire me because I I was the one that basically got you that job. Are you sure about I, that? Listen, listen. Because I applied there first. They didn't hire me because I didn't know one question what oh and then i told you when you were applying i was like memorize this question i do remember this will that. be the end all be all what was you that get the question job. it's like oh what's one thing about they are organic or yeah, something they like don't that. have a freezer yeah something like that yeah so like once you said that because you knew the answer you told me when you told them the answer they were like oh you know <laughs> you know it's I because did. i told you literally right before the interview and that's how you got the job so yes. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate but that. that was the reason why they didn't hire me. That's dumb. Just because like, you didn't know. Like how am I supposed to know? Yeah, that? exactly. How are you supposed to know that? Like am I supposed to know where you get your like pastured chicken? <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it's always good to do your research before you go into an interview. I guess, but it's a you restaurant. Know? I just love the but food. Still. I don't concern myself with how McDonald's like makes their fries or something you know what i mean i yeah. although we all know like they put like beef whatever in their oil i'm not sure oh yeah that's what i heard i guess vegans can't eat their fries that's what i heard Ooh. <laughs> damn vegetarians whatnot but yeah no fuck the people that told you you couldn't mm-hmm. so the the hotel the first culinary job she was a female executive chef that shout sucked. out chef yeah, bleep her name out, bitch. <laughs> I remember you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she was a B word. 
for Bitch, sure. I literally want like, to pop off on her. She, oh my god. Let me just start from the beginning. So, I thought I'd love her because she was a female chef, and because of the previous past, like I've never been hired in back of house, and I told her I have no experience. I just have culinary school on my mm-hmm. belt now. She was like, great, like, we could put you anywhere and you can learn everything. And I was like, awesome, that's what I want. I want the experience. She lied. She was, no, she gave me the experience for sure. And um, I loved it. I loved her at first. But, you know, the more you get to know someone, the more you work with someone, you start seeing their true colors. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, she was lazy she didn't give a fuck mm-hmm. if you had shit going on at home. Work was her life. Yeah, but she, like, she was the type of person that was so miserable, she had to make other people miserable. Yeah, she had literally told two moms, like, that their kids are ruining their lives. She said, you shouldn't have kids. She literally told me not to have kids because it's going to ruin my work life. No, it seems like not having kids is ruining her life. <laughs> and, like, she told a mom because there was a mom that called out her daughter, her kid, uh-huh. was sick from, you know, was just uh-huh. sick. And so the mom had to call off of work to take care of her child. And that's when it was just, like, your child is taking away your time from working. You can be here, you know. And would always tell me every time I requested a day off she was like you know when I was your age I worked every single day like I never took a day off and I was like what generation are we in now (laughs) like it's not about generation like I do agree when people say like older generations say about the younger Mm -hmm. uh generations that we don't like to work like Mm -hmm. blah blah like I do agree with that but Everyone, we're all human. We need a day off here exactly. and there. And they were working you like a fucking slave. They were from like there. 4 a.m. to like 5 p.m. or even 10 p.m. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, like literally wor- child labor. Yeah, they'd work me from, they'd put me in the breakfast line. So I'd do breakfast and then I'd move downstairs to do banquet stuff. And afterwards, like sometimes banquets can last all night. Mm-hmm. And I'd have to stay even after the food was already plated and taken out to the guests. We'd have to stay to make sure they didn't want more food or if they wanted specials, you know. So, like, I'd have to stay super late. And I have a hard time driving at night. Yeah. And just, like, driving to Denver from where I lived at the time in Longmont, which is, like, an hour drive. Um I'd always follow a car that was in front of me who had, you know, just so it could be easier for me to drive to work. And then... I mean, cool thing about working there, though, you got to serve the Joe Jonas Brothers. Yeah, the Jonas Brothers and the governor of Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, this hotel is a really And I'm not going to lie, you, me, and went to one of the restaurants there because they have, like, multiple things. And remember we got this, like, sandwich... Oh, yeah, 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 That was probably the best sandwich I've had Mm -hmm. while being in Colorado. That was the lunch restaurant. I don't remember what it was called. The sandwich. I think it was Philly cheesesteak that he got. Mm. Yeah, but I will say the food there is really well done. Yeah, Especially, like, the Palace Arms, the fine diner. Mm -hmm. It was really good. Which we also went to. Mm Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I worked at 
I did breakfast, I did lunch, I did dinner, and banquets. I mean, yeah, you were working there yeah. like 15 hours the, a day, of course. <laughs> the only department I didn't get to work in was pastry. Mm. Yeah, and then... We should honestly go back there and, like, peep in and be like, what's good, chef? <laughs> yeah, chef. Bro, After I quit... I gave my two weeks notice and everything, and on the last day, I get a phone call saying that I don't have to show up, and I was like, okay, great, like, that's fine, and later from my peers that worked there, they told me that beef, like, thousands of dollars of beef went missing, and they blamed it on me because I had quit, you know, and so they looked through all the cameras, they didn't find proof because I didn't take the beef like why That's why would crazy. i take the beef yeah so was it her i don't know but they did arrest a server for stealing caviar um. yeah so but yeah i did not steal the beef i wouldn't be surprised if she just like ate a thousand dollars worth of beef i like, wouldn't be she was a big gal yeah she'd only the only time i saw her cook was for herself that's crazy. Yeah, she'd always be in her office. Yeah, no, she was something. Mm-hmm. And every time you told me about her, I would just get angry. Like, my blood would just boil. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> another fun fact, she loves to finish my sentences, so I might as well have her do it. But, yeah, no, she was something. She, she made me really was like something. Punt her. But, yeah, she, she was the first female exec chef at that's why like a lot of news people came over would take pictures of her ew yeah and she'd be like i hate doing this and i'm like fuck up yeah i'm like i think you love doing it i remember that you were you got into that car accident while you were working and i remember you uh like texted her to like get a day off because you were having like whiplash Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm and she gave me that day off but she was like if you don't show up the next day you're fired yeah that's kind of fucked up it is fucked like up. who are you to say she, i sent her a picture hours. of my bumper and told her it was a four-way car accident on the highway and she looked at the picture and she texted me and she was like you know i worked at a dealership before and that's not a bad car accident you'll be fine and then later along the line fast forward a year and a half i decide to go to a chiropractor they take my x-rays and they're just like did you have whiplash or something recently accident whatever i'm like yeah and there's like yeah we can tell based off of your (laughs) x-rays fuck for saying it's not that bad (laughs) so yeah after brown palace i went to a restaurant called rioja in denver great food great food it's a james beard award-winning restaurant and they um have an open kitchen which means you the chefs cook in front of you, mm-hmm. basically, but not directly in front of right. you. And, yeah, there was um, the owner who owns the restaurant. Her name's Chef Jen. She's a celebrity chef, was on Food Network, um, worked with Ramsey, and the executive chef that I worked with at Rioja also worked with Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, you only said really good things about Jen, how sweet she was. Yeah, she was really sweet. She'd actually cook with us, too. She'd actually try to have conversations and, like, 
get to know us, you know. That's a good leader, though. Yeah, exactly. Unlike most owners, I feel like they wouldn't really know how to, like, do most of the things, you know. Yeah. But the executive chef I worked with over there, Chef, one thing both of us had in common was our culture. Mm -hmm. We're both Korean, so Mm -hmm. we we were very, like, close Mm -hmm. at first. But during my stage, which is a working interview, I was watching him on the line working with the other cooks. And he was like, are you fucking dumb? Move faster, faster, faster. (laughs) He was like acting like Ramsey. He'd call everyone fucking dumb. He'd be like, you know. Did he do that to you? He did do that to me once. (laughs) But because I was using someone else's knife. I was using someone's knife, and he was like, why aren't you using your own knife? Are you fucking dumb? (laughs) (laughs) And you hate Yeah, so I put the knife down, and I looked at him like, did you really just say that? And I walked away, and I grabbed my own knife, and I was like, I just needed to cut one little thing, and my peer was right next to me not using his knife. So I was like, might as well save time. Use the knife that's right next to me. And chop up whatever the fuck I was chopping up, you know? I would have been like, are you? <laughs> 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 That's hilarious, bro. That reminds me of, like, throwback to when you were working at Chipotle and that lady with the bag of chips. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. that? <laughs> you she came home. <laughs> Wait, what exactly she happened? She said the chips were stale and that she was going to email corporate and... I was like, email corporate, like, what are they going to do? You know, we make our chips fresh every morning. (laughs) Like, if it's stale, I'm sorry. Like, I'll get you another bag of chips. But she didn't want another bag of chips. She was just yelling at me, saying she was going to email corporate, call corporate, be like, they already owe me something. And I'm like, good for you. Like, email (laughs) corporate. I was very calm. Uh This was kind of fun for me because, like, it was eventful, not this doesn't happen every day, you know? And later after she left, my manager at the time was like, damn, that bitch. And I was like, yeah, but you know what? It was fun. Like, No, she did something. Wasn't she like, oh, yeah, like she, she literally did do that. Hit her hand on her chest, you know, like, like you're hearted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and weren't you so taken aback by that? Yeah, I was just like, did she really just call me that? Or was she doing that to me? I remember when <laughs> Hannah came home and she was te- telling the story. She says it's eventful, but obviously a part of her like boiled her blood because you could just tell when you got to that part, I just start screaming laughing. I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, and your mouth just dropped. You're like, wow. Okay. You know, when you work in the restaurant industry, you meet a lot of Karens. A lot. A lot. Actually, when I was working at Culver's, um, I had like, there was a rip in a dollar bill and I was doing the drive through. And, but it wasn't like a huge rip, mm-hmm. you know? So then I give it to the change because, you know, money is money. A dollar is a dollar. So I give it to her through a drive-thru, and she brings it back to me completely ripped. She's like, you gave it to me like this. And I was like, I know for a fact that it wasn't fully ripped. And then she starts going like, what is your name? Get your manager. (laughs) I literally just closed the drive-thru window on her. 
No, you and didn't. And I walked away. Yes, I did. I can definitely see And I was waiting for that. her to come into the store so I could be like, okay, play back the cameras. Was that dollar bill half? <laughs> Cause, and she didn't. She never came in because she knew she did it. She yeah. was the one that ripped it. Because why would you give her like, a ripped trying, dollar bill? Like, come yeah. back in here. I dare you. <laughs> but yeah, I just closed the... I remember also when you were working her. when you were working in Culver's. Um, remember, and their dad. Mm-hmm. He's like a big three hundred pound motorcycle yeah. dude yeah. with like a character with like a black vest, sleeveless vest. <laughs> you know, like leather. Actually, when he came and he hugged me, my coworkers were like, "Are you okay? Yeah. Is that guy harassing you?" And I'm like, "Oh no, that's a." Uh, like a family friend <laughs> parent yeah i was so embarrassed because <laughs> <laughs> he does look like a scary man like thinned out hair white hair well, what were you gonna say about them coming in that was it oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. that yeah some wild restaurant i do remember that and i remember this like lady who's like really big she's fat she's mm-hmm, obese mm-hmm. overweight <laughs> and she comes to culver's and she asks for her salt or fries unsalted and i guess they were salted or whatever mm-hmm. and she comes back to the counter and gives it back to me and she's like i asked for no salt fries and i'm just and i really so badly wanted to be like you're fat already like oh what God. is no salt fry <laughs> oh gonna do for you you oh know but i guess it was like someone else who took her order and he like mess it up it's fine it's not mm-hmm. that big it of a happens. deal yeah but she was taking it so seriously she was yelling at him and he goes into the refrigerator and starts crying <gasps> and i'm like the walk-in yeah oh Dude, my gosh i've I cried don't... in the walk-in before <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> what a pussy. But like my I just so badly wanted to be like salt salted fries, no salted fries, what difference. Either way, make. they're deep fried. Yeah, like <laughs> But yeah, I I would say that that was my only experience like the whole drive-through thing that was like really intense. Mm-hmm. I never actually worked at a fast food restaurant chain. I don't know if you'd consider Chipotle fast food, it's more it fast. fast food. It's fast casual. I would have I wish when she gave me that dollar bill half and half, mm-hmm. I just taped it right in front of her and gave it back. You should have. <laughs> you should but, just tell her to go to the bank because banks will yeah, exchange I mean, it. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, whatever. It's like wishing her all the best. I yeah. guess. But one funny story going back to Chef Ye, the Korean chef that would say, "Are you fucking dumb?" And I met him. Yeah, you have. You've talked to him before. Have I? Yeah, I don't remember talking to him. <laughs> He looks like Appa. No. Like a young person. I would have definitely remembered that. Anyways, <laughs> he told me a story about when he did work with Ramsey. Um, so Chef Yang, he was working. I don't think he was a chef or anything when he worked for Gordon. But one day, Chef Yang decides to go to the bathroom because obviously people do that. And... When he went to the bathroom and he came back, everyone was fired. So he got lucky. Damn. Yeah, he got lucky because he was in the bathroom when everyone got fired. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. (laughs) Like, so I guess Ramsey's persona on TV sometimes is, you know, real. 
in yeah. person. Yeah. Oh uh, no, I don't think he hides it. I don't think. Yeah. I think it's. I mean, it's a his own restaurant. Like, I yeah, would bitch like at that. people if they were doing shit wrong too. Yeah. Yeah. So he came back from the bathroom. Yeah, and, and he, everyone was fired. Yeah, everyone was fired. Yeah, That's I just crazy. don't think that Ramsey would fake it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it takes a lot to fake that. Oh yeah, but entertainment. I'm sure he exaggerates it on TV. He's like the sweetest with the kids, though. Have you seen those yeah, clips? Yeah, that's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. So, what is your dream out of this whole culinary experience and your culinary so road? So, from the start, when I went to culinary school, I wanted to open up a steakhouse. Yes. But that has changed. Mm-hmm. I now um, want to open up a Korean restaurant mm-hmm. because. Colorado has shit Korean food. Yeah. And they do. They really do. And um I know like Korean cuisine, I'm not being biased, I may be a little biased, but Korean cuisine has been really popular these days. Oh for sure. Even yeah. like K pop, which is yeah, so surprising yeah, yeah. to me. So I love the Korean culture. I love Korean food. I always get excited about feeding people Korean food. Mm -hmm. So might as well open a Korean restaurant, Mm -hmm. a restaurant that I'll be passionate about, always Mm -hmm. wanting to have people come in and eat, you know? Mm -hmm. And now I'm thinking since I'm in pastry, like I still want to open up a restaurant, but I know it's going to be a lot more difficult, especially like these days, you know? And I've been thinking about like a little pastry coffee shop place I can open That'd up be cute. with Appa too. So I'm not gonna lie, your pastries are really good. Joanna says my pastry <laughs> tastes better than my food. Yeah. <laughs> At least with a Korean barbecue, you just like marinate it or you don't and people just cook it themselves. Yeah, you yeah. Get, yeah. Like the panchan, mm-hmm. which is Korean for side dishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I think I want to open up, like, a little shop with Appa. Because I know, like, when we were younger, Appa's always wanted to open up, like, a little coffee shop. And I think, like, pastry and coffees would work, work really well together. That's funny, because I was thinking about getting, like, an espresso machine and start making my own coffee. And get good with that, because honestly, like, ugh. I, yeah, your Starbucks runs. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. Like, how much money I spent on Starbucks. I only drink Starbucks when Joanne comes to town. Literally. Or when I'm with Joanne. That's yeah. the only time I drink Starbucks. Crazy. Yeah, but that's a that's a good goal. I mean, you were talking about, like, a food truck. How were yeah. you with that? Food trucks would be a good starter before brick and mortar, which is, like, an actual building, you know? So food truck is a good place to start to test out how your food will sell and mm-hmm. what kind of people like it and get input from them, you know, before you actually move into an actual building to start the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why do you look like that? Because I'm hungry. <laughs> she gets hangry. Oh, yeah. So uh, we'll probably so. have to Okay, so leave. I end the podcast with... The yes, post-its. Yes. This is the post-it jar, so just reach in there. <laughs> <laughs> just reach in there. 
Be careful of the mic. I think I helped you write some of these. Uh, wait, hold on a minute. You did not help me <laughs> make that because this is your first time in here. No, no, no. Through FaceTime, oh. I've helped you write a few questions. I was like, what the fuck? Really? Because it's a good one. T, I got them off of Google. Oh, yeah? So I'm really wondering, like, <laughs> which ones you helped me with. Okay, read your question out loud. What's a dream you remember? So, Aww. actually, <laughs> Joanne and I talked about this a few days ago. Did we? Yeah, it was a scary dream. Yeah. Bro, note to self, Hannah's very, very sensitive. Like, to scary stuff. Yeah. Dramatic. I, I call her drama queen. <laughs> My name on her phone is drama queen. But one dream that has stuck with me in a negative way since I was a little girl was <laughs> when our whole family was in a pit of fire. Whoa. Yeah, I, I told you this. this. I told you this no. like two weeks ago. I think I remember the watermelon one. Watermelon one. Oh, was that you or me that had that dream? I think it might have been you. Okay. Tell me. Pit of fire. But yeah, I don't want to get too much into detail with it because it scares Please me. Please do. No, <laughs> I we were just all like it's just a dream Please i know but it was crying. just like no i'm not crying okay. it's just a scary dream that i've had i've fire. had this dream twice oh damn. yeah <laughs> that's why it's scary okay, to me what happened just our whole family like the was media, in the pit of fire just me you Alma, and Appa. we were so like the whole family yeah <laughs> <laughs> we were um just in buckets basically hanging above a pit of fire which was like lava too and we were in hell <gasps> that was a setting bro that's why i don't like talking about Wait, it it was hell or it was, it was hell. like it hell. was hell we were literally in pain and suffering that was my dream and i've bro, had it twice i don't think you've told me i that. have told no, you, you that definitely it was a haven't. scary dream i would have remembered if you told that <laughs> dude this, and is, this is even scarier <laughs> because the there were a few times where she would dream and it just like came true. Yeah, I dreamt that my friend was pregnant and I told her that. And mind she, you, she's 39 years old and she never really cared to have kids. And then I was just like, I had a dream you got pregnant. And then a few weeks later, she was just like, you know, when you told me that I was already a few months pregnant. And, and I was like, you also oh my had a gosh. dream that she was that she, she had a girl, and, and she had a girl. Yeah, yeah, she had a girl. And then you had yeah. another dream that we won't discuss here on the podcast, <laughs> but it ended up being true. Actually, it wasn't even a dream. What it was, was just dream? kind of like a. Oh, yeah. it wasn't a dream. It yeah, was it was more a dream. of a statement. Like yeah. I just misheard it. Yeah, that yeah. that was crazy. I wish you didn't tell me about the pit of fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because now it's in my I head. I told you I don't. I've I never had a dream like that. Yeah. But that's crazy. Yeah. I overthink a lot Yeah, no, with you this do. family. You really do. because I love you guys so much. Yeah. It's just like, that's why I don't. <laughs> that's why that dream, that question. It's like I knew exactly what dream. Excuse me. Yeah, not a happy dream, unfortunately, but. Nope, not at all. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> well. Thanks for coming on the podcast, dude. I yeah. know you were very wishy-washy about it and sharing your experience as a chef. I think it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. So go make sure to follow her on Instagram, Pure Pastries 23 and go find um, Unfiltered by Joe on Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. Unfiltered with a Y. 
And yeah. Go follow us. Go order some cookies. Yeah. All right. Happy New Year's, you guys. Happy New Year's. Bye. Adios. Toodaloo. Nice.